This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a large chunk of SBA's permanent jobs would be shed as part of the agency's 2023 budget request. Republican members of Congress want to know how inflation will affect the Pentagon's future spending. And more and more of the federal government's open leadership positions are getting filled. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Small Business Administration is about to get smaller. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more for us. SBA is planning to shed the equivalent of more than 3,400 full-time employees as part of its budget request for fiscal 2023. That's a nearly 40% reduction of its full-time workforce. SBA tells Congress in its budget justification that nearly all the affected jobs belong to temporary employees brought on through supplemental COVID-19 appropriations. The Biden administration, in its federal workforce data, estimates the SBA workforce grew to nearly 11,000 full-time equivalents this year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Space Force wants a large budget increase in 2023 compared to what Congress gave it this year. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains what it would do with the money. The military's newest branch is slowly coming to its own over the past couple years. For 2023, the Space Force is asking for $24.5 billion, a $7 billion increase compared to 2022's budget request. The service says it will use a large chunk of that money to build out the Defense Department's space-based missile tracking system. Another large piece of the funds will go to expanding GPS-3 and to buying rockets to put more satellites into space. DoD has said space is critical to protecting national security. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Republicans criticizing the Biden administration's defense budget want to know the cost of inflation on the military. The Defense Department created its 2023 budget before inflation rose to current levels. Now the top Republicans on the Armed Services Committees want to know how that will affect the military's buying power. The lawmakers want answers from the Pentagon by mid-April. Transportation security officers would see a major salary boost under the White House's 2023 budget proposal. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Biden administration is asking Congress to fund a 30 percent pay increase for security screeners at the Transportation Security Administration. The 2023 budget request also proposes a 20 percent pay increase for federal air marshals. The White House is asking Congress to offset the increase in TSA's budget by allowing the agency to keep the passenger security fees it collects rather than sending the money to the federal treasury. The proposal would bring salaries for TSA employees in line with much of the rest of the federal workforce. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Agencies are asking for more money for federal IT in 2023. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. Federal civilian agencies are asking for a $7 billion raise for IT spending in fiscal 2023. As part of the White House's budget request to Congress, OMB detailed significant increases in IT spending for nearly every agency, adding up to more than $65 billion. DHS is asking for $2 billion more next year than it asked for in 2022, while OPM's IT request is three times as much as it asked for last year. SBA's $295 million request is more than double what it asked for in 2022. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management and the Office of Management and Budget want to use more data to recruit federal employees, in part by increasing reviews of historical information. OPM Director Kieran Ahuja and OMB Deputy Director for Management Jason Miller say in a blog post that improving data collection and analysis will help agencies create a more engaged and empowered workforce. 
This goal aligns with OPM's priorities under its new strategic plan for fiscal 2022 through 2026, which partly focuses on increasing the quality and use of federal human capital data. In OPM's new strategic plan, it focuses largely on increasing diversity in the federal workforce. The agency wants to increase its index score for diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility by 6% by fiscal 2026. To make that happen, OPM's budget request includes $2 million for its Office of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Accessibility. This effort falls under the first goal of OPM's new strategic plan, which aims to improve the government-wide satisfaction index score by four points. In the span of two weeks, the Office of Management and Budget now has its full complement of senior leadership. The Senate last night confirmed Nanny Coloretti to be OMB Deputy Director by a vote of 57 to 41. Coloretti joins Shalanda Young, who the Senate confirmed to be OMB Director on March 15th. President Joe Biden nominated Coloretti in November. She comes to OMB after serving as the Senior Vice President at the Urban Institute. And during the Obama administration, she served as the Deputy Secretary of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. President Joe Biden intends to nominate Travis LeBlanc for a second term on the Privacy and Civil Liberties Oversight Board. LeBlanc has served on the PCLOB since 2019. The board is an independent agency whose mission is to ensure counterterrorism programs do not violate privacy and civil liberties rights. Last year, LeBlanc raised concerns about the adequacy of the board's investigation into a secret national security agency system. Since then, the board has seen some turnover and now has a new chairwoman in Sharon Bradford Franklin. The Merit Systems Protection Board is closer to having all three members. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Senate, using a unanimous consent cloture vote on further debate, advances the nomination of Kathy Ann Harris to become the third member and chairman of the MSPB. That normally results in a subsequent confirmation vote. Also advancing is former MSPB Chair Susan Sway Grunman to a seat on the Federal Labor Relations Authority. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. The Office of Government Ethics says its workload is more than doubled, vetting the financial disclosures of all these Biden administration nominees. OGE says that work is consistent with the first two years of any new administration. It says it's also tracking more than 100 bills in Congress that would make significant changes to the Ethics in Government Act or criminal conflict of interest statutes. OGE says the lease on its office space expires in February 2024, but it's also exploring workplace flexibilities like telework. In less than four days after releasing the first set of solicitations for the Polaris small business contract, the General Services Administration is already facing a protest. BD Squared filed a pre-award complaint with the Government Accountability Office over changes to the mentor-protege program requirements. BD Squared claims letting large business mentors provide all past performances and relevant experience in the bid harms small businesses and violates SBA regulations. The protester is asking for GSA to take corrective action by amending the solicitation to require consideration of the experience and qualifications of the small business protege partner. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.